Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk joining you on a Friday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. Appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Robbie and I are going to try to make it to Churn and Spoon this weekend. Get a little ice cream situation taken care of. You might see that Thunder and Lightning flavor uh, very, very soon. But if you don't, you should still head over to Jordan Spoon Ice Cream because they got plenty of delicious flavors as it is, as they do over at Strange Brew Coffee House. Start your morning the right way with a drink from Strange Brew Coffee House. National Championship merchandise continues to fly off the shelf at College Corner. Make sure if you haven't already, I, I keep seeing these people talking about, oh, Fanatic screwed me over. I didn't get in my shirt. I didn't get in my hat. Their service terrible. Buy local, guys, and do it at College Corner. Two locations in the Jackson area to serve you. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you can always go to collegecornerstore.com and grab some authentic Mississippi State merchandise sold here in the great and sovereign state of Mississippi. Humble Taco is Starville's newest and best Mexican restaurant. If you haven't been there yet, you are missing out. If you have been there, well, then you know what I'm talking about. Great food, great drinks, great atmosphere. All right there on University Drive. If you, you need to make Humble Taco a stop the next time you are in Starkville, a unique menu filled with options for everybody. Don't miss it at Humble Taco. It is time for one of my favorite things we do here on Thunder and Lightning, going all the way back to the B&B show, and that's our confidence rankings, our all-22 rankings, 22 starters, offense and defense. Who do Robbie and I have the most confidence in? Let's get right to it. And we're going to start We'll start at 22. So we'll start there on the bottom, and we'll just work our way up. You ready to roll? You feel good? Are you confident in your confidence rankings? In the top half, I am. Okay. I actually, probably more so in the bottom half, to be honest with you. Okay. I have my guys that I, that I just don't know about yet. And then top half, I, I feel a little more confident in okay. that group. Well, I'm going to start at 22 with Makai Polk. And I'm starting with him simply because I haven't seen him play enough. The transfers are all sort of down here in this area for me because there is a difference between SEC football and everything else. Now, I, I liked what I saw from Makai Polk in the spring, but I want to see him do it you know, for real against SEC competition before I rank him any higher. So, hey, I have him as my, my last guy almost by default. So mine is going to – I don't even think this guy's on your list because you don't think he's going to be the starter, but I am leaning towards him being the starter Okay, at – Right tackle, Scott Lashley. Okay. Very highly rated guy coming out of high school, four-star recruit. No doubt. Was a, a guy that Mississippi State had obvious connections to from West Point. The Bulldogs missed on him. He went to Alabama instead and never really saw the field. He, he got on the field late in ball games, but this is a guy that if he starts this year is going to be a first-time starter, and he was in the 2016 class. So this is his fifth year and he looks like he's finally going to be a starter for the Bulldogs. 
he wasn't a guy that was that I think was was a shoe in to be a starter last year prior to his, prior to his injury. So there was there's a lot of question marks there with him. I think that ultimately he is going to be your starter at right tackle, and I don't have a ton of faith in him just yet. But we know he has the ability, we know he has the size, and he's obviously been playing for the greatest program yeah. of all time at Alabama. So you can expect that he's seen the best of the best. So nothing's going to catch him off guard, but it's just a wait and see for me. Then go up 1-21. to 21. Who do you have there? I'm going to go with Cole Smith. I'm going to stay on the offensive wow, okay. line. There was a lot of uh, question marks last year at the center position coming in, and he played all season or most of the season at center, but there was even more question marks when he was playing because you had some bad snaps, especially that LSU game um, and, and things like that. So you just want to see him take that step this year and solidify his spot in the middle. That's a, that's a key position. You're snapping the ball. The ball is in your hands every single play. You need him to be significantly better this year, and I think he will be better. So, But for right now, I'm going to put him right there with Scott Lashley as, as guys that just they need to, to come through for state on the offensive line. Well, like you said, I don't have Scott Lashley as the starting right tackle. I have my guy at 21 there, and that's Cam Jones. I, I will say that I thought Cam Jones played all right last year. thought that he was good at times, but he is definitely a guy that, you know, and there's going to be a lot of offensive linemen towards the bottom. I don't have a whole ton of faith in, in most of them. But for me, Cam Jones is the guy I have you know the least amount of, of confidence in, as far as, as I can tell in the offensive line. Same at 20, where I have LaQuinston Sharp. Uh, that's a guy I thought was going to play a big role last year. I thought he was going to be a star, to be honest with you. I thought he was really good in 19 under Moorhead. And maybe Moorhead's system plays to his strengths a little bit more. Maybe he's more of a mauler and wants to be out there and run blocking. But I was disappointed in his play a season ago. Hopefully he can bounce back for Mississippi State. But I have him at 20. Who do you have? I'm going to go with uh, Makai Polk at 20. Okay. Uh, Same reason as you. You just don't know because he's coming into a new system. He's coming into a new conference. And we assume that he's going to be one of the the four guys. And we these are this starting lineup is not 100% set in stone. I mean, we're going to have a couple of different guys on there probably. But if he is a if he is a starter, I think it's a wait and see, um, just like it is with Scott Lashley. These are guys that you haven't seen, and they haven't been starters in the SEC yet. So you just got to wait and, and kind of see how things transpire. All right, go up to nineteen. I'm going to go with uh, LaQuinston Sharp at 19. That's where you have Sharp. Okay. Uh, I have Dollar Bill at 19. Uh, That's a guy I had a lot of of hope for last season. I thought he was going to come in and and really, uh, really fit the the role. Um, But you could tell early on that he was not recruited to be a pass blocker. He was recruited to be a guy who just mushed ahead on the right side for a mobile quarterback. so, that offensive line last year mm-hmm. and, and like Moorhead's offense or Mullen's offense would have been really darn good. Yeah, no question. But there the was line just, been good. It's just I mean Darian Parker, mm-hmm. Scott Lashley, mm-hmm. if he was if he was healthy, he yeah. would have fit the mold. Really uh, well. Dollar Bill, Charles Cross. It just it, it was a transition for sure. Moving him to guard midseason was very good. A very good move for Mississippi State. So I like him there. At eighteen is where I have Jalen Green. I think he'll end up being a starter. More than likely, 
either at free safety or at if I, what do they call it the bulldog safety or whatever. Yeah. The 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 nickelback position. Um, that's where I see Jalen Green. I like him a lot. I, I thought again in the spring I was impressed by what I saw from him. I just haven't seen enough of him to, to rank him any higher. Who do you have at eighteen? I'm gonna go with Dollar Bill there. Okay. Um. It, it just as you can tell, we don't have a lot of confidence in this offensive line. I can't. How a, can you? How yeah, can you? It's just. It's just a. It's just one of those things where until they show that they can run this offense and the and the scheme works for them. Mm-hmm. You just can't expect you a can't ton buy from him but, too much. But for this offense to work, they have to be really good this year. No, I agree. I so. agree. Seventeen. Who do I have? I'm oh, sorry. Uh, I need your seventeen. Yeah, Jordan Davis. Wow. Okay. Has the has the potential to be a huge part of this defense, but we just didn't see him enough last year. Um, that I, I felt like he was probably playing out of position last year at linebacker, and they moved him to defensive end, and he never really got the opportunity to to take control out there defensively so big year for him I think that he is going to have a good year but the confidence level is just not high for me yet because okay. we haven't seen him on the field I will go ahead and tell you that that is there is a vast difference between my opinion of him and yours okay so we'll get to that in a second uh, and, and my question whenever that happens is what have you seen from him at Mississippi State that okay. gives you that confidence we'll get to that and you can tell me that I will tell you that uh, at 17 is where I have Randy Charlton. I think he will be a starter at defensive end when all is said and done. And, and again, another guy that uh, – all three of the transfers, what I saw in the spring, I liked. I thought they were all good. I thought they all were – you know, the defensive guys were active. They were around the ball. I thought Charlton gave you some – looked like he was a good pass rusher. But, again, when I see him against other SEC opponents, I, wanna, I'll, I can rank them higher. Charlton is there at 17 for me. Um – did you do seventeen? I always I always lose counting these things. Who was your seventeen? Um, I, I'll go with Charlton too. There. That's where you have him. Yeah, okay. um, I, I, he he had a really good career, a solid career at UCF. But this is a this is the next step up. He's yeah. got the he's got the ability to be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it, well, let's 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 see what he can do against SEC competition, SEC offensive yeah, I think, line. I think first. I think the tools are there for sure. Yeah. Uh, who do you have at sixteen? I'm going to go with Will Rogers at 16. So I think Will Rogers is the quarterback for Mississippi State. But with so much unsettled, I don't know if you can put all your confidence in either of the quarterbacks right now because you don't know if they're going to be the starters. But I feel good enough to put him almost midway right now after kind of proving himself in the SEC. But he's got a lot more to prove in this conference, and he's going to have some people bearing down on him. Uh, like Sawyer Robertson and even Jack Abraham this year, uh, for him to perform at a really high level. So I, that's where he's going to sit for me right now. That's 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 surprising. I thought you were much higher on Will Rogers than that. I, I'm I'm very high on him, but I just I want to see it in year two. I want to see him take the bull by the horns, which I think he will in, in training camp, and I want him to just outright win that job with you. You have no concerns. Uh, and you know for a fact he is the number one quarterback for Mississippi State. That's what I want to see from him. Okay. And I want to see him just take control of this offense this year. Right. 16's where I have Sean Preston, who I think will be the starting strong safety. I, I'll be honest with you. He might have ranked four or five spots higher had I not watched the bowl game. Yeah. I thought he was really good at times. Uh, now, he's a guy who who's, he struggles a bit in coverage, but in run support, which is what I want my strong safety for. I want him blowing up runs. 
I think he's fantastic. Big hitter. I like him a lot. Uh, so I have him at 16. Um, at 15 is where I have Jaquavius Marks. Now here's something about Marks for me. I could have had him dead last for two reasons. One, the production wasn't great last year. But two, I don't know that he's going to be the starter. As people who listen to this podcast know, I am more of a Dylan Johnson guy. Uh, I think he's the I think he's the more talented guy. I think he's a more powerful runner. I think he I don't think you I think he gives you things that Marks doesn't have, but Marks doesn't have but he doesn't lose anything. You know, he can still catch passes, he's still elusive. But Marks looks like he's going to be the starter. I feel like he's got the skill set. And towards the end of the year, you saw a little bit more from him. I feel pretty good about that. That, that but if they start, I, I guess I could have just put MSU tailback here, yeah. and said whoever gets the job is going to be that guy. Who do you have at fifteen? I've got Nate Watson. Okay, um, could be higher, but this is a guy that's moved to middle linebacker. You're replacing uh, a legend and, and Errol Thompson in a huge leadership hole that was left by him. Um, I don't expect Nate to be the the leader that uh, the vocal leader that that Errol was, but he has a chance here to to put up some big numbers and have a lot of production. But it's a it's a key spot for Mississippi State, so he's halfway up for me. I I, I think that you need him to be really good this year to kind of command the middle of the defense. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. Who do you have at fourteen? Okay, so you had Sean Preston at safety. I've got Colin Duncan starting at safety, and I think. That's where he's going to be at strong safety. Yeah, I, I don't really know where I don't really know where everybody fits right there. I just think they're just going to put the best three safeties on the field. For me, Colin Duncan's a free safety, and I, but I, I get what you're saying. But I, I like him at free safety better. I don't have him at free safety starter. I, I just I, I feel like they're going to put the, my my three safeties are Jalen Green, Fred Peters, and Colin Duncan. Okay, and I think there's going to be there's going to be a, some interchangeable. Things coming. I mean, you're going to have C.J. Morgan coming in there. You're going to mm-hmm. have Sean Preston. You're mm-hmm. going to have you got depth. Yeah, got plenty of guys. Um, so I, it's just I, I feel like Colin Duncan's probably going to have a starting spot somewhere. So that's where you've got him. Is at 15 or yes. 14? Uh, 15. 15. I believe is right. is where we're at. So, so then, who do you have at 14? My number 14 is where am I? Oh, Malik Keith. Okay. Um. Production wasn't really there last year from what everybody expected out of him. You know, this is a guy that Mississippi State fans have been following since he was like a ninth or tenth grader in high school and had to go to junior college. You finally get him here. He's one of the top rated wide receivers in the country. And uh, I, I just think there was some production left on the table. I agree with that. Um, there's a lot more room to grow for him. You know, he had the, the bowl game stuff after the bowl game and, um, you know, there's just been some off-the-field things. You need him to get his head straight, come in there this year, and have a huge season. But my confidence in him right now is is not incredibly high. We haven't really talked about this. Do you expect there to be any kind of discipline from that? you think anybody's going to miss a game? Yeah, I do. Probably Heath missed, like, the first game or something. Yeah, like it, yeah I think there's going to be some discipline. I agree with that. I, I, I don't think it's going to be over the top. because No, no, no. Nobody's missing Leech, multiple Leech, games. Because even Leach said after the game, like, the, there's – Certain things that you can handle in house. I mean, you don't have to start kicking everyone off the team, right, you right, know. And right. that's what everybody wanted, and everybody wanted their pound of flesh immediately. And yeah. Start kicking everybody off the team. I don't think we're going to see that. I think we're well, we're not going to see that because we haven't. So, I agree. but I do think we will see a uh, suspension or two. 
So at 14 is where I have Cole Smith. Okay. Um, my second highest rated offensive lineman. You can guess who the first guy is. And I thought he got better as the year went on. He was really bad the first couple of games. Really not good. I thought he got better as the year went along. And also he's a guy with, you know, of, talk about a recruiting pedigree. This guy transferred from LSU. So clearly he's a good player. You know, they, they, they if two SEC staffs have, have evaluated him as potential starter, then – He's got to he's got to have something in the tank there. So I feel like he's going to get better this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at thirteen is where I have Bookie Watson. I think I think great athlete. I think he is a sort of a poor man's uh, Bernardrick McKinney. I yep, think I can see that a lot of or maybe like if Des Harris had stayed healthy, you get this is what Watson could be. Great athlete. He'll make a lot of plays because of that. You know, I don't. I don't know that his. You know, he won't have the same instincts of an Errol Thompson who could just read the play, but he's a better athlete than Errol Thompson. And, and another one of those guys that was that that Mississippi State has just kind of feasted on from Alabama or Louisiana that were borderline takes for mm-hmm. for the in-state right, schools. Right, right, right. He was good enough. Time, yeah. He was good enough to play at Auburn. But they just didn't have a spot for him. He kind of waited around to see, mm-hmm. and they never had a spot. Reminds me a lot of Cam Dantzler, you know, mm-hmm. that he was just kind of waiting on LSU Beniquez to call. Brown. Beniquez Brown, Errol Thompson was yeah. the same way. So that those are the guys you need to you need to live with those guys, and then get Agreed. the big time guys in Mississippi. And that's Agreed. that it's his time now. It's his time to step in there. And it, last year when he had the opportunity against Missouri, when Errol went out of the game, I thought he performed really well at middle linebacker. Yes, he did, yeah. So we've seen what he can do there. Now he's just got to put into action as the full-time guy. Right. Who do you have at 13? My number 13 is, uh, is Jaquavius Marks. Okay. Um, I I thought that he handled last year really well. Um, mm-hmm. I, his The numbers don't look good, but I think you have to put into context – what he was walking into, yeah, um, and in, in the air raid, just because you aren't a you, you aren't utilized the same way that a normal running back is, doesn't mean that you're not utilized at a very high level. I think the running back is is utilized as much in the air raid as they are in any other offense, just in a different way. Right, and we saw that with Colin Hill right away. I mean, that Mississippi State was doing everything they could to get the ball in his hands. So you take Colin Hill out of the equation, and Woody was not expected to have that kind of production and to have that on his shoulders last year. You very rarely saw him make a, a, a big mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the numbers, like I said, were not good. But there, I don't know what what else he was supposed to do. Uh, I I think Dylan Johnson was better. And to what to to your point, Dylan Johnson was better at shedding tackles, mm-hmm. getting positive yards, things like that. But most of the time, when the ball was in Jaquavis's hands, he was getting obliterated when he yeah. was catching. He's the, ball. the guy that if he had opted out, I wouldn't have blamed him because he was yeah. taking such punishment. So I, I have confidence that he is going to be able to handle whatever is given to him. I agree. That's why he's he's up a little further for me. Okay. We saw him for a full conference schedule. He's got a year under his belt. I've heard that he he's just looks incredible right now. Um, has put on some muscle in the weight room, so. Uh, I, th- I think he's going to be a, a big-time player for Mississippi State. Who do you have at 12? I've got Jalen Green at 12. Okay. Um, you got a lot of faith in him. Yes, I do. Uh, and I, I try not to put too much in what I saw in the spring game, 
but I did see another scrimmage, and I was really impressed with him. I, I think he's an instant impact guy. Mm-hmm. I know he didn't um, do as, as much as he wanted to do at Texas, mm-hmm. but I like his ability. I liked what I saw in the spring game. He can um, he'll strike you back there. He's a playmaker back there. He's around the ball. Yeah, I, I think between between he and Fred Peters, I think they're going to create some havoc with those two this year. Well, twelve is where I have Fred Peters. Okay, uh, I like Fred Peters. I think he. I just said, or did I say Watson? The 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 poor man's Bernardrick McKinney. Fred Peters is the poor man's Jonathan Abram. A lot of Jonathan Abram in his game. To me, he doesn't have the same amount of athleticism, but reads the game. Certainly is not afraid to put his nose in there and make a big hit. I, I think you know he's he is a gritty, gritty guy. I think he'll make a lot of big plays uh, for Mississippi State this fall. We'll give you the, the second half of these lineups after we move on into that. Thanks to our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. You know, Welcome Home Beef is not just available uh, at your uh, at your local grocery stores. It's also available at a lot of your favorite restaurants. If you're in Memphis and you head to Central Barbecue, their brisket is supplied by Welcome Home Beef. Pepitos in Ridgeland, Welcome Home Beef. Uno Moss in Oxford, Welcome Home Beef. A lot of great restaurants around the the, uh, the Mississippi area are using Welcome Home Beef products. And, of course, you can have them in your home. If you're living in Starkville, you just head over to Val's Marketplace. The meat counter is stocked with Welcome Home Beef. If you're a local market, and there are plenty of them, but if yours is not selling Welcome Home Beef, you need to call and find out why. Also call Welcome Home Beef, find out how you can get those products into your grocery stores. That number is 662-268-8148, or visit them online, welcomehomebeef.com. Welcome home, beef. It just tastes good. Two Brothers Smoked Meats, where we will be in about 20 minutes or so, uh, is Starkville's, I mean, it's just my favorite restaurant in town. I just can't get over it. It's so good. There's so much great stuff on the menu. Robbie and I were talking before this. We were like, we're going to change it up tonight. We, I, I always get wings and tacos. Not tonight. I'm doing something I, different. I'm going to try something different something on the different. menu. Something different. The and you know what? too good not to. Whatever we get, we know it's going to be good. So. Looking forward to that. Next time you're in Starville, make sure they trip to Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. It's on your to-do list. Advantage Business Systems has an incredible selection of products for you to choose from that keep your business running with more profits and less problems. Anything you need from a technological standpoint, copiers, printers, software for your computers, computers themselves, they've got you taken care of there. And then every purchase gets backed up with the kind of customer service you would expect from your next-door neighbor. And that's what Advantage Business Systems is. They are a local business, a Mississippi business. They do business with their neighbors. So why don't you call them today and find out how you can become one of their success stories. 45 years in the business, guys. It doesn't just happen overnight. You don't stay in business that long unless you're taking care of your customers. Their number is 601-362-9192, or you can visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. I'm at number 11 here, and this is where I have Malik Keith. Um, I like Malik Keith. I, I do think that he is a reliable target, but he's inconsistent. He definitely is. He has some games where he'll disappear. I want to see more of him, especially in the red zone. When you look at State's receiving core of the receivers, he is the guy that, you know, the biggest body, the big frame that should be able to shield himself from defenders, should be able to throw slant routes to, should be able to go up and get the, uh, the, the, the fade routes. Heath is a guy I want to see a little bit more from this year, but I do have some good faith in him. What about you? Who do you have at 11? I just did Jalen Green. I have Austin Williams okay. at 11. Um, uh, you you think that he would be much higher because he's such a steady guy, but you just, you, you've been talking about him as a guy that, that could be the, you know, um, uh, 
the biggest part of Mississippi State's offense. We've been talking about him mm-hmm. for the last three or four years, mm-hmm. uh, and it, the numbers have not matched, you know, the hype that we've kind of given him. And he doesn't deserve to to get the same hype as somebody that has the ability like Malik Keith. But right. what he brings to the table is you're almost always going to get when the ball hits his hands, you're almost always going to see him haul it in. Um, he's going to be able to move the chains, things like that. You just need those numbers to, to jump up even more this year. He needs to be your guy that you go to in the middle of the field to get the first down, to have a big third down conversion, things like that. So he's number 11 for me. Who do you have at uh, at 10? I'm going with Jaden Cromedy at number 10. Okay. Um, I, I think that uh, he's looked he looked pretty good as a freshman. I thought he looked really good last year, and I, I think he's going to be even better this year. Uh, in the middle of that defense. And State's got some real depth there at, at nose guard. And I think you could even move him out to, to defensive end and play him at two different positions and have Nathan Pickering in there as well. So you got him, Pickering, Cam Young. I I, I think that they've got some real depth there in the middle of the defense. I, I'm really high on Jane Crumity. Uh At 10 is where I have Will, Will Rogers. Okay. I have him here. This is, this is my spot for him. i, I got to be totally honest with you. I thought you would have him much higher. I, I believe in Will Rogers. I, think, I thought he might be one of your top two or three, to be honest. Well, the only reason is is there's still some doubt on who's going to be your starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. And so it's more about you the have position doubt, battle than it is Well, the if guy. you Well, if you have doubt that he's even going to be a starter, mm-hmm. then how can you have confidence in him as a player as, as on your list? I tried to look at it in terms of he is the starter. That's how okay. I tried to look at my list. So I, 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 get, well, I get where I you're coming that, from. I, I think, too, it should play into how confident you are in them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not con- I'm not confident I'm not 100% confident that he's going to be the starter I'm, I'm about 85% confident that he's going to be the starter mm-hmm. um, because I, I think that he is he is the better of the two mm-hmm. and I think that he's the two yeah I think it's I think it's gonna, I think it's two man race okay I don't, I don't see if Sawyer Robertson was here in the spring and no, I agree with that spring, but I, I don't think he's I don't think he's going to factor into it much he would year. have to play well but if he's capable of that he is capable he is capable. I think there's something to um, that. I, I think that I, Mike Leach has spoken almost exclusively about Will Rogers and Jack Abraham when talking about the quarterback okay. battle. He's brought up Sawyer Robertson some and and Greek as well, mm-hmm. but I, I think that's going to be your guy. But yeah, I, I'm very confident in Will Rogers leading this offense. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't have him ahead of a lot of these other okay. guys right well, now. Well, I do. I'm at ten. At nine's where I have Austin Williams. In reality, I could have put Austin Williams at one because I feel like I know Austin Williams is going to catch 50 passes for close to 500 yards and a couple of touchdowns. I feel like I can just, that's something I can write in pen that if he stays healthy, he's getting there and maybe even more than that. But there are some guys who I think have higher ceilings that I'm confident can reach those ceilings. Mm -hmm. So that's why he's at nine. Who do you have at nine? Fred Peters. Okay. Uh, I think it's real big to get him back for another year. He was having a great start to the season in the first couple of games. I think he had like 20-something tackles in two or three games and uh, was, was really making some plays, and I, I thought he looked confident out there. He got, he got into the uh, defense late in that first season uh, the year before, and you could see you know, that he was a playmaker back there. And he just carried that over to last season. It was it was really disappointing to see him get hurt. But yeah. I think he's going to be a, a hungry guy, a guy that is ready for that challenge for one more year. Mm-hmm. And this, he's not a guy that we're talking about much right now. But yeah. I think you should be. I agree. Who do you have at eight? Tyrus Wheat. 
where you have the same guy. Okay. Uh, so I'll start. Well, that's crazy. That's the first. Uh, we haven't we haven't had the same guy at any spot. Same number. The first yeah. one. Yeah. Um, I think we're gonna have a bunch here though. So late in the year, I think you saw just how good he could be. Yeah. Uh, that bowl Great game, that interception, for his size. and he doesn't look like he can run like he can, but mm-hmm. the guy's a freak athlete, and I think he's going to be one of those that emerges this year that everybody's talking about middle of the season um, in the SEC. Right now, you're not talking about him as much, but sneaky, sneaky good guy. Yeah, I agree. Uh, in that defense, he he, he is a I, I have a lot of confidence. All SEC guy. I have a lot of confidence in him. All right, so we both had the same guy at eight. I'll go to seven here. Seven is where I have Charles Cross. Okay. I think he's primed for a big year. You've seen some mock drafts with him going in the top ten. You know, everybody knows the potential. It's just on him to do it. I think, you know, something I said a lot last year was, you know, people are like, he gives up a lot of sacks. Well, when you throw the ball 55, 60 times a game and you give up two sacks, that's the same as if you threw the ball. If Charles Cross gave up two sacks in two games, nobody really says anything. But it's the same number of pass attempts. When you throw the ball as much as Mississippi State does, they're going to be a little more sacks than you would normally expect. Yeah, I thought Charles Cross, for a guy in his first year as a starter, was pretty good. And like I said, the potential is there for him to be an All SEC tackle. Whenever you're, whenever you're having to drop back and go, and, and the they know, is, they know the you're passing, pinning their ears back. It's tough. It's very difficult. Very difficult. Who do you have at seven? I, I'm a, I'm not as high on him as you are, mm-hmm. Emmanuel Forbes. Um, just because my my reasoning is sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I mean he just had a huge freshman season. It's going to be tough to top that. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, we'll see if he can carry on what he was doing last year. But um, it's going to be tough to top what he did. I I'm just I'm a little skeptical just just for right now. But I think he's I think he's going to be a special player. And I, I think he might take his lump some this year, but I think he'll he'll get his fair share of plays too. Okay. Who do you have at six? I got Charles Cross at six. Six. Okay. Yes. So, sort of the same thing. I mean, he's just potentially potentially the best player on this team. Yep. So six is where I have Jaden Wally. Uh, I really like Jaden Wally. Uh, I think he's going to break a lot of records this year. Uh, I think he's easily the most reliable guy on the offense, regardless who the quarterback is. Jaden Wally is going to be the guy everybody looks for. He had this big, he had big games against SEC. Everybody who had a big game last year did it against an SEC opponent. Wally's came towards the end, which means he had the best com- best connection with Will Rogers. So I like that for this year. Can we um, can we stop just a second because yeah. I I've messed up on the numbers somewhere. Oh no, we're on number six. Yeah. Okay, I I've got three guys left, and I don't know I don't know where I've where I've uh, messed up here. I've named I've get I've got everybody on the list, mm-hmm. but I don't know where I've messed up. I haven't been keeping track of yours, so I don't know. Who do you have? Okay, at 10? I have I have twenty one players listed, so I'm missing someone. You're missing someone, but I've still got you're everybody. Still, well, you, should, you 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 got you got four left, is what you're telling me. But you should have. No, I've got three left. But you also have one you didn't put on there. So yes, that's four. So now I got to figure out who have I left off. These rookie mistakes, man. I tell you. I, for for reference, I put this list together before the show started. I want everyone listening to to under to do me one favor. If I say, did I say or did I say 
that we were doing this today and that you did, you but I, d- I didn't know I was supposed to do. I was just going to come in here and wing it. I didn't I didn't know I was supposed to put a list together, and that's that's pressure. I'm not mad. Disappointed. I'm just disappointed. Okay. So, so while Robbie does that, let me tell you why I like Jaden Wally. I guess Jaden Wally is a good football player, uh, and I think he's tough. We also, I mean, if you were at You've the spring up. game, how have I messed up? I I've I've counted down here. Mm-hmm. I've counted everybody that I've done. Mm-hmm. I'm at, I'm at four. Uh huh. Right now, I'm at. You six. say you're at six. Yeah. So you've messed up somewhere. I'm the one doing this. Going, we're going. But I you, do one, then you, you do two, then I do you've two. You messed up somewhere because I've no. Way. I'm just I'm counting everybody. I mean, here. I, I, have, I, did. Have, I have the numbers. There's my list right here. Okay, well, we'll just we're just gonna have to. It's just gonna have to be messed up. It's gonna have to be just messed up. Then just go ahead. Jaden Wally, good player. Who do you have at six? Jaden Wally's my guy too. So you have him at three. He's my he's my three. So I. Let me let me see your phone. Let me see it. All right. I'm gonna try to see where we messed this up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. This is an incredible radio. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 19, 20, 21. I don't know how we messed this up. I took Nathan Pickering off my list because I had I don't have Pickering on my list. Because I'm I changed it to Jaden Crumity. Um so I don't know who I've who I've left off. Do you have five offensive linemen? One, two, three, four, five. Yes. Five offensive linemen. I got one running back. Okay. Marks. I don't see Charlton's name on this list. Uh, Randy Charlton. That's who. I, that's that's how you don't have listed. Yes. Okay. So that's my twenty-two. So now, where did we screw up on the? You've. You, I think you screwed up on There's this. There's no way I have. I think you have. It's not possible for me. I think when we were talking, you you jumped behind. I don't know. It's not possible. I've because I've said everybody on my list. I don't. I have two. I don't know. I'm here's the. You know what the good thing about this is though, our listeners will tell us who screwed up. <laughs> I don't know. What, I don't know. What, I, I don't know how this has happened, because I I have named, I named Dollar Bill Scott Lashley. Mm-hmm. All right, let's let's. I'll tell you what. Who who was my who was my twenty two? Here we go. Let's just do it like this. We're, we're gonna we're gonna catch it up right here. You ready? Okay. Twenty two. Um, I I forget who I had at twenty two. That's where you had Scott Lashley. Was it Scott Lashley? Yeah. Okay, Scott Lashley. And is he last on your list? Um, yes. Okay. Scott I had Mackay Polk. Okay. All right. Twenty one. Um. I said, I, I've messed this up too. Here, um, I believe it was. Blame it was me it, though. It was. It was either. It was Mackay Polk. You have Mackay Polk at twenty one. I can't remember. I, I don't. I didn't have this. Who right do you at the have bottom. right now? Then just give it to me. First, I, didn't, I don't have this. Right, I don't have this right at the bottom of my list. I okay. changed it up whenever I was. Who talking. do you want to be twenty one? Um, Cole Smith. I think. Cole is, Smith. I think is who I have. All right, I have Cam Jones. Look, number twenty. I have LaQuinston Sharp. Uh, Makai Polk. Nineteen dollar bill. Dollar bill, eighteen. Jalen Green, sharp. Seventeen. Randy Charlton. Jordan Davis. Okay. I, I don't have I don't have Charlton on here because I can't remember where right. I put him. That's fine. I think you I think you had him around there, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Sixteen. Sean Preston. Will Rogers. Fifteen. Jaquavius Marks. Nate Watson. Fourteen. Cole Smith. Colin Duncan. Thirteen. Buki Watson. Malik Keith. Twelve. Fred Peters. Jaquavius Marks. 
11, Malik Heath. Jalen Green. 10, Will Rogers. Austin Williams. 9, Austin Williams. Jaden Crumity. 8, Tyrus Wheat. Uh, Peters. That's We're messed up here because we both had Tyrus Wheat at 8. Okay. And then I had on my list Wheat at 7. 7. Okay, so now we're getting somewhere. Forbes, six. Because you said, I said, who do you have at eight? And you said Tyrus Wheat, and I said, we have the same guy. Which means you did some numbers wrong somewhere. Nope. Okay, whatever. Forbes, I have cross five. No, is it, I have cross four. Okay, so let's go back to Tyrus Wheat. Okay. I have Tyrus Wheat at eight, and you have? Emmanuel Forbes. You just said it was? Oh, Peters. Fred, Fred Peters. Peters. My bad. Okay. Then Wheat. You have Wheat at seven. Yes. I have Charles Cross. Who do you have at six? Forbes. Okay, I have Jaden Wally. All right, so we should be good now. Am I right? You have five left? I have four left. You have five. You have four, three, two, one left? Yes. And then one of them was Cross, so I just did. So I have three after that. No, because I'm still, yes, I'm I'm still on six. I know. I'm, I'm telling you that there's something wrong here. I don't know. You've missed, some, you've missed a starter. I've told I I just did my list. I just read off we we got down to Peters. Uh-huh. Who you have at 8? I have him 1 2 3 4 5 I have him at 7. Who do you have at 8? Crumity. You didn't say Crumity, you just said Peters. Uh this is this is this a ridiculous. train wreck is what it is. This is embarrassing, okay? For you. So For the both of us. Who do you have at 8? Crumity. Peters is seven. <laughs> Who do you have at six? Wheat. You have Wheat at six. I have yes. Wally at six. How many do you have left after after Wheat? Five. Okay, I have five as well. Now we're here. <laughs> I have Jordan Davis at five. Okay. You had a question Christ. for me. Yeah, I said what? It, what has he shown you so I far? I thought to he was that fantastic much last year. When? When he played. I thought he was a difference maker. What was his I, numbers? I don't remember. But I thought the reason State didn't beat Georgia and Ole Miss was that Jordan Davis wasn't on the field. I thought it was Tyrus Wheat that was not on the field. No. Yes, it was. It was both of them. Okay. But it was more... I thought me, Jordan Davis was really good all year long. I was impressed. I constantly saw him around the ball. I think, I think him at defensive end is a better fit for him than being an outside linebacker, I think he's going to have a really, really good year. I mean, I think he is, too. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of faith I just in don't, him. I got I, a lot of faith in him. I just who, don't know yet. Who do you have at five? Um, that's where I had Emmanuel Forbes. Five is Forbes. Yes. Okay, so you already talked about that. And I already talked about Cross, who is my number four. Okay, so my number four is Jaden Crumity. Okay. I really like Crumity. Uh, I could see a scenario where he starts at the other end instead yeah. of uh, Charlton, Charlton. Yeah. and Pickering is here. But for now, I'm going to have Crumbity in the middle of the defense. I thought he was fantastic. I was really – I remember last season early on thinking, like before the season started, like I can't believe Crumbity is going to start at defensive tackle. I thought he was more of an end, mm-hmm. and I thought that Pickering was going to be that guy. And then Crumbity shut me up quick. He I, played really well all year long. I think that's what screwed up my whole, my whole list mm-hmm. because I had – yeah, Pickering, Pickering on there. Off. I had Pickering in Crumity, right. and then and then I said, "Oh crap, Randy Charlton." <laughs> not, not too often you get an outtake live on the air, but you know yeah. what? It's too much to take out. So, oh, we can't do it now. No, either. we're good. You know what? We, we're human. This is how this is how 
radio should work. You shouldn't be able to I mean, go edit everything. Well, here's that what you I'm going to say about about us, right? Is that this is the first time where I've been like, do I want to take that out since you started? Yeah. Like we have not made them. Almost every podcast we do is just one take. Yep. We never have to go back. This is the time we made a mistake. It's fine. Don't I don't worry. like. I don't like structuring right. your. I, you should. You should just say whatever's on your mind. Whatever happens, right. happens, and that goes through. Right. So f- we just did four for you, right? Who was that? Charles Cross. Charles Cross. All right. Who do you have at three? Jaden Wally. Jaden Wally is your three. Okay. Yes. Go ahead. Uh, I I believe that Jaden Wally is a bona fide star. I think that. Last year was not a fluke. I think that was just a taste of what you're going to see from him. He's a he's a gamer, he's a playmaker, and I think he has a chance to put up some major numbers. I I I do think the defenses are going to try to key on him more, but I think that's where everybody else is going to have to step up and take some pressure off of mm-hmm. him. Uh, so that's not possible. All right, number number three is Martin Emerson. Okay, got a lot of faith in Martin. I think he's an NFL guy, uh, but I think he's the second best cornerback on this team. My number two is Aaron Brule. I'm going to assume that's your number one. Yes. Okay, so who's your number two? Martin Emerson. So there it is. And then I am a mark for Emmanuel Forbes. Yes, you are. I, I believe in him. I think he's going to be the next great Mississippi State cornerback. His name will be right there with Fred Smoot, with Walt Harris, with Jonathan Banks, Darius Slay. He's that good. That is your brand right now. Is Emmanuel, Emmanuel Forbes. Forbes is my brand. You are the advocate for Emmanuel Forbes. I could be the advocate for Emmanuel Forbes. Emmanuel Jr. Forbes. Ladies and gentlemen. You know what? What I want from you, Robbie, right now is for you to acknowledge him. <laughs> could you do that for me? Do you acknowledge I, Emmanuel Forbes? I'm a big Emmanuel Forbes fan as well, right. so I'm not going to hate on him. That's it. We'll list these. We'll put the list. Up. Well, I don't know. I put the. We put the I've list. I've got to figure up. out where. I've got to figure out where I that, screwed up. Just Scott Lashley will sit and, and Cam Jones will be looking for us at that <laughs> point. Like, oh, you don't believe in me, huh? Come get your whooping. We better not put the list. Yeah, up. we'll just put our top five up or something like okay. that, and we'll do something like that. Sorry for all the confusion. And don't tweet. Please don't tweet at me where we messed up. I'm I'm good with it. Just, just being knowing that, that I messed happened. up. Right. I don't. I don't need anybody to, to configure it or anything like that. Let's just That being said, someone will do it. Yes. So. All right, guys. Have a great weekend. Back with you Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening sometime. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.